The Lou and Matt Podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the Lou and Matt Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, had one. Uh, Lou, you've been away, but we're back and we're putting together our uh, twice-weekly podcast of all the best stuff from uh, the shows over the past few days. And to this week, of course, Lou, it's been all about the fact that for the first time in the 18 months, this is a proper incursion of uh, COVID on the border and <laughs> yes, all the ramifications. Mainly people um, having to test and, and sit in lines for hours and hours. Oh, no. like, whoa, it's man. crazy. Um, and because, you know, they're obviously asking for anyone that's been in exposure sites and and now it's school. there's quite a few schools that have um, had positive cases. So, yeah, I think this is... This is the new part of our life, this yeah. waiting in testing lines, I'd yeah. say. We had a workmate uh, here. He, he's, he's all right, so he's still around. Uh, we have a workmate, uh, and he was in the line for seven hours. Oh, my gosh. Seven hours. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully they'll – well, I mean, that's the thing. They've, they've got to balance it all out, don't they? But um, maybe it just meets – well, there are some pop-up clinics happening around yeah. the trap. So go to the Albury Wodonga Health Facebook page and have a look because that gives you an idea of um, where some of the mm. pop-up ones are and stuff. Yeah, to try and spread out that uh, the bulk of the people that are being tested. And obviously, um, when we spoke to Lucy uh, Shanahan from Albury Wodonga Health, she did say – that really it's just people that have been at exposure sites um, yep. or have symptoms um, that should be getting tested. Right. Well, look, we'll get to that full chat pretty much right away, yeah. but also a little bit later on in the podcast, uh, a great chat with James Rain, Red Hot Summer Tour, the other thing. We're talking about a lot because that's uh, March uh, 26th at Gateway Lakes and it's been all confirmed and we're giving away tickets and, and it's, it's awesome. Exactly, yeah. Forgot what that was like, in a way. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're going to get to that. Listen out for that, but let's kick it off with the latest information from Albury Wodonga Health. Testing clinics have been maxed out uh, the last few days after cases popped up, of course, both sides of the border. Lucy Shanahan from Albury Wodonga Health joins us. Lucy, good morning. Morning, Lou. Morning, Matt. So, Lucy, um, we know that uh, there are certainly quite long lines at um, the clinics at the moment for testing. Just to kind of, I guess, hopefully ease that up a bit, who should be going to get tested at the moment? Yeah, thanks, Lou. The people we're looking uh, to come forward for testing at the moment are people who have been at an exposure site, um, the exposure sites that are listed on either the New South Wales Department of Health or the Victorian Department of Health exposure site websites, or people who have been contacted by either New South Wales or Victorian Departments of Health and asked to come forward for testing, or people who are symptomatic. Yeah. So if you don't fall into one of those categories, um, we understand a lot of people are pretty anxious at the moment and wanting to get tested to do the right thing, but mm. there are three priority categories. And uh, we'll be focusing on getting as many people in those categories tested over the next few days yep. as we can. And again, um, just for a bit of clarity, there's also obviously Murrumbidgee Health and they run testing clinics north side of the border. It, does it actually matter who you go to? No, Matt, it doesn't. And you're right. There's a number of clinics today. There are the usual clinics that um, Aubrey Wodonga Health deliver at Vermont Street and at Smythe Street. And the usual clinics that we've had in Albury for some time at the Albury Showgrounds and at the Hall in uh, Urana Road in Lavington. But there are additional testing sites today in Jindera as well yes. at the Jindera Rec Reserve. Um, there's also a second testing site at the Lavington Sports Ground. Um, 
And so people have got a couple of new options or different options they can go to for testing as well. I think one of the other key things, just to let people know, Matt and Lou, is we know that a number of schools have been impacted and obviously parents are looking for places to get kids tested, particularly some primary school kids, and they can come through any of the sites as well to be tested. Yeah, okay, fantastic. And you're right, it's certainly a bit of anxiety around at the moment surrounding the schools being um, having some positive cases and those sorts of things. So, but if people just adhere to your guidelines it'll make it a lot easier and people will be able to get through yeah that's right that's right so if you've been asked to come forward to get tested please do if you're symptomatic please do and if you've been to an exposure site Um, now with cases popping up we knew this was was going to happen we've had um, all this time to prepare locally for cases to appear are you confident in the hospital system here locally I am. I am, Matt. As you, as you say, we've had we have had a long time to prepare, which has been particularly advantageous for our region. Um, we're bringing a lot of those plans into play now, as I'm sure everyone can imagine. Um, it's all hands on deck, and we're certainly doing the last pieces that we need to do to make sure that we are ready. If we do need to have people um, uh, present to the hospital and to be able to support them to get to the best possible place for care, and we're getting a uh, the last piece is done to make sure that we're ready for that as much as we can be. Great. Fantastic. Lucy Shanahan from Albury Wodonga Health, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. See you. The Red Hot Summer Tour back in 2022 for some unfinished business, Saturday 26th of March 2022. Tickets are on sale now at ticketmaster.com.au. And, Lou, how about this lineup? Hunters and Collectors, The Angels, Killing Heidi, Baby Animals, Boom Crash Opera and the one and only James Rain. And here he is. James, good morning. Good morning to both of you. So, James, um, first of all, we are so excited that Red Hot Summer's back on. How excited are you, though? Very excited. It's been... Uh, we, this is a continuation of the tour that was had to be stopped in... Was it February two years ago? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so we're, you know, we're all, you know, chomping at the bit and we'll be, we're looking forward to getting back. And doing it. What have you been doing, uh, if you don't mind me asking, no, over the last uh, two years, pretty Coming. much? Um, we did some gigs during last summer because we were all, everything was sort of, um, all the cases were down to zero last summer, so we got out and about. Um, so we did some gigs, but apart from that, I've been well, home, you know. I've been write, trying to write some songs and some other things. I've been... Uh, the house is very clean. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day that said they um, had cartered their whole house with the, you know, the pressure washer. Have you gone to that kind of extreme? Not that extreme, but I'm almost <laughs> there, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, you'd, I've read a lot. I've watched a lot of, you know, like a lot of people watched a lot of, you know, series on TV. And I've, I try and do something like exercise-wise every day. I try yep. and do something because it, you know, it gets me out of the house and, um, it's, you know, helps pass the time. But, uh, you know, you fill your time. I mean, I try and – I tried writing songs and it doesn't really – with me, it doesn't really work if I try and do it. Yeah. So – but then I, if I just forget about it and don't try and then little things start to happen. So a bit of that's been happening. It would be fair to say that your life, uh, uh, the majority of your life uh, really as an adult, has been spent on the road and yep. travelling around all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. has, has this rejuvenated you or, or has it made you question what you've been been doing and you'd like to stay at home forevermore? Like, what's no, the I mentality? Think, well, I think what it's done is there's certain... I sort of miss places, you know. Sometimes you go to certain places and think, oh, if I never come back here, I'm going to be all right, you know. But now I really miss them. 
I'm not talking, you know, I mean, really obscure places. I'm not talking about major cities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you go to some town and you go, what the hell happened here? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but, but now I think I'll be nice to get back there. Um, but there have been moments where I thought, maybe I should try and find another job. Now, what can a person like me do who's not trained for anything? So I've thought about that, not sort of semi-seriously going, if I had to get another job, what would I do? Yeah. Well, what would you like to do if you did have to get another job? I don't know. I've got no idea. I mean, I'd like to write a, you know, fantastic, you know, television series or something that, you know, and just be sitting at home doing that. That would be quite fun. But um, you've got to get other people interested. That's the problem with writing is that you've got it's, – it doesn't do anything for you until someone else is interested. Oh, but I'm and sure you people would be interested in what you had to write for sure. Oh, you know, sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't. <laughs> I'm throwing a couple of things out there and they're going, I mean, a couple of things got close, but, you know, you never know. So sometimes you think, oh, you know, I remember we, I wrote a, with a friend of mine, we wrote a whole series, a whole TV series, and we pitched it to a couple of people and we were kept being told, show, and it was a sort of about showbiz, insider showbiz, yeah. you know, and, um, and we were told, this is years ago, we were told, no, shows about show business don't, no one's interested and we kept saying, hang on. And we named about 20 shows on television. And now, of course, there are millions of them. Yep. So maybe we're just ahead of our time. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Speaking about writing and, and, you know, words, I guess, mm-hmm. do you worry that it's been a while since you've sung your songs? Do you worry that you might forget the words of some of them? No, I, I think so. they're just they're imprinted on my brain. I mean, I can sing some of those songs and be doing a shopping list in my head sometimes. Oh, Really? I'll be it's automatic. Going, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It, it really is weird. I think like any job, I think if you do it, it becomes a muscle memory. And I think, yeah. um, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever, you know, walk of life you're, you're in, I think um, once you've done something enough times, it just becomes kind of, you know, I mean, I'll suddenly start going, what's the first line? And then the song will start. What's yeah, the first yeah. line? And it'll just come out. It'll yeah. just come out. Yeah. James, it's been an absolute delight chatting with you again. And we are Same honestly, here, thank you. <laughs> we're honestly so excited for Red Hot Summer Tour and, and to see you live again. So thanks for taking the time to chat with us. No, thanks very much for having me. And we're looking forward to it. It'll be great. And you can get your tickets at ticketmaster.com.au. A-U. I mean, everyone is talking about the vaccine certificate for good reason. As we know, it's critical to living a normal life in this phase of the COVID roadmap. And now they've got an international vaccine certificate that yep. you can download too. But have they made it easy enough to get? Stephen Fennick is the editor of techguide.com.au and he joins us. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we going? Yeah, good. Really good. good. So what are your thoughts on the vaccine certificates uh, rollout and how easy it is for people to get? Yeah, well, initially it was available through Medicare and you could put it into your Apple wallet and into Google Pay just so that you could easily show it where it needed. But now that New South Wales anyway is back out in the world... There are venues that require not only a checking but also to see proof of vaccination. And normally what would happen is you check in with the Service New South Wales app, but then you have to fumble around and find your certificate. Ugh. So what's happened now is that Medicare now allows you to share your certificate with the Service New South Wales check-in app. Oh. It already already exists in Service uh, Victoria. They have that already. But now basically what happens when you check in you can now then access your certificate on the on the, in the same app rather than having to go out of the app. Right. 
It does show your certificate with your name. It's got the shimmering watermark, so you know it's not fake. It's got the current time, so it's uh, a lot easier and also a lot more secure as well. So, Stephen, to get that, though, do you still have to go through the Medicare site or how do you get it? You do, yeah. I've written a a step-by-step instructions on how to do this. What you do, you go into the Medicare app, you look up your immunisation history. Yeah. And then once you see that, there'll be an option to share with the check-in app. Ah. And then you you choose the the Service New South Wales or Service Victoria. They're the only ones available right now. And that will then send it to Service New South Wales. You do need to, though, update the Service New South Wales app to the latest version. Yeah, so you need... Yeah, exactly. Yes. So if you're an iPhone user, go to the App Store, look up Service New South Wales. If you're an Android user, go to the Google Play Store and do the same thing, look up Service New South Wales. If you need to update the app, it'll say update. If If you've already updated the app, it'll just say open. So gotcha. you'll know that you're updated. Yep. And, and that way then you can get uh, – that will work then with the sharing of the certificate from Medicare. Oh, great. Uh, and I've noticed that you can get the international one on Medicare as well. That's right, yeah. So on, on your Medicare app, you'll also be able to display that, and I think you'll be able to also share that in your Apple Wallet or your Google Pay just to make it easier if uh, someone – if you're travelling overseas and someone at uh, customs or need, someone needs to see it quickly, you've got quick access to it as well. Yeah, great. All right, so Medicare app and then and then follow the steps from there. Jeez, it's a bit complicated. <laughs> it is a little, yeah. Oh, that story that I wrote on Tech Guy, that oh. step-by-step instructions, is, uh, it's doing pretty well, actually, so uh, I'm, I'm here to help. <laughs> Um, so, Stephen, I guess the, the slightly scary thing is that our lives are now run by technology. And as a as a tech guy, how do you feel about that? How much we're relying on the technology to be able to have some freedoms? Yeah, oh, I think, you know, well, you, you think about what happened during the pandemic. We, like Technology, I think, saved us. We, we were able to work from home, yes. learn from home keep ourselves entertained thanks to our technology but also the great connections that we had too. the nbn really stood up the massive test for the nbn that passed with flying colors so i think uh we're leaning into the tech even more i think we built a closer relationship with our technology during the pandemic and i think that's going to continue now that we're out of it uh, and having having things like this being able to prove that being vaccinated using your devices is, is only one example of how it's going to help us yep yep all right well uh, i'm on techguide.com.au right now and i can see it on the front page how you can display your vaccination certificate in the article there step by step uh thank you so much stephen fennick um, that's going to be so helpful for everybody cheers mate my pleasure thanks a lot guys And as we start to open up, it's got me thinking about all the things we get to look forward to. Matt's List. All right, Lou, here are the top eight things I can't wait to see back on the border. And I'm sure we all have one of these little lists in our our heads. Yeah. You know? So some of these you might um, relate to, others you might think, no way. Um, You will definitely relate to this, though. Number eight. Just fun things to do on the weekend. Now, things have gotten so bad that when you put in things to do in Albury-Wodonga this weekend into Google, it used to have a list and it'd be all this kind of stuff, you know, like um, such and such. John Stevens at the SSNA. There's something else on other places. Um, Now, I did it a couple of days ago, and one of the events was the new KFC menu. 
I mean, things have gone... Wow. No offence to KFC, it's delicious chicken, but I don't know if that's an event, but I suppose it is these days. Apparently. <laughs> seven. An event that you can avail yourself of, yes. anyway. Carols by candlelight. I'm a bit ah. of a Scrooge, but even I love a bit of caroling. Ding dong, merrily on high. That's my favourite. It's really beautiful. It was beautiful, wasn't yeah. it? But we miss out on it again this year, mm. but it will be back next year. Number six, Faces. I've forgotten what people look like, especially south side of the border. Mm. Actually, that is a benefit when you're shopping, to be honest, because you can avoid people. Like, I look at the back of their heads and I think, I think I know that person, but I don't want to talk to them. I so think, I'll just pull my mask yeah, up a little bit more. <laughs> so it's harder to identify. You know yeah. what, though? I think we're getting better at identifying people by their oh, eyes. Oh, don't say it, Luke. Yeah, I think we are. Um, number five of the uh, top eight things I can't wait to see back on the border. Big charity events. Now, we should oh, be walking yes. around um, an oval cutting laps this month, but sadly, Relay for Life is just one of the big charity events that's fallen victim to the pandemic temporarily. Yes. It will be back, and, they, and they've been doing a great job, all of them, to try and do different things. To but still we can't raise wait. money, yeah, that's exactly. Right. Can't wait for the big ones to be back. Uh, number four, border anomalies. Now, remember when border anomalies were little things, like how fast pea platers could go on the highway or how many bins you got? You know, south yeah. side or north side? Yeah. The good old days, I call Those kind them. of anomalies. Public holidays when you got them on one yeah, side of the border yeah, and not the other yeah. side of the border. Yeah, I want those kind of border anomalies yeah, back. Yeah. Number three, big outdoor events. Is it really even spring without the field days? Oh, don't. I know, Lou, I know. It'll be back next year. Oh. Number two, a sport that actually finishes. Remember grand finals? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind those coming back. Yeah, it'd be fun too. I know, Lou, I know. And finally, the number one of the top eight things I can't wait to see back on the border. Concerts. Yes. Concerts, Lou. And the Red Hot Summer Tour is going to be back next year in March. Amongst others. So watch this space. How many things have we got to look forward to? So many. Life's getting good again. Lou and Matt on Triple M to say things are moving quickly is an understatement. There are new COVID cases in Albury more than at any point in the pandemic. And even just a couple of weeks ago, that would mean certain lockdown and restrictions right here in uh, Albury and the Riverina generally. But we have to flip our thinking now, 180 degrees, because the roadmap is well and truly in place. And now the train has left the station. Lou, New South Wales has passed 80%, and that means living with COVID, not just locking down. Justin Clancy is the member for Albury and joins us. Justin, good morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lou. All right. Now, is that fair to say that the, the train's left the station? We're on the way to easing of more restrictions than ever before. You could almost be a speechwriter, Matt. That was uh, that was pretty much the message, wasn't it? Uh, but you know, and and this is, uh, you know, I know it's uh, absolutely it's challenging when we see these cases coming up at the moment. We've still got to make sure we're doing the right things, don't 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 we, guys? And um, but the big thing is, yep, the states hit the eighty percent um, part of the roadmap. It's great news for the state. It's well done to everyone. We keep needing to getting jabs in our arms here locally. Keep doing that. That's the the best thing we can be doing. Uh, And we'll certainly be moving in that direction as well. The difficult part, I think, for a lot of people, Justin, and I'm sure you'll agree, is that we have been petrified of COVID. um, And I'll make no bones about saying the government has made us petrified about it. Um, So to change our thinking now, when there are actually more cases in the community to going about our daily lives, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, look, Lou, I, I think you're spot on there. It, it, it is um, 
it's something where it's you know over the last eighteen months uh, we've been you know we've been talking about these double double digit days and all, all of that donut days all of that sort of language, um, but at the end of the t- day what what all of the last eighteen months was about was getting to a point where we were getting sufficient where we were getting a vaccine in the first place and then getting sufficient vaccination that we could uh, protect our community particularly the more vulnerable parts of our community uh, so we are as you said we're hitting these these marks now and we're in that that stage where we are uh, not fully open but we, we, we need to keep driving those vaccine numbers higher so these these next uh, you know next one to two months will still be a challenge in that regard there's been a lot of change. It's been a big part of the last 18 months is change all the time, and that becomes it becomes confusing, it becomes challenging, uh, but we need to just keep working forward, knowing that we are working towards uh, a, a space where we're going to have a, a vast uh, majority of our population vaccinated. Great to see the numbers actually heading even further north of 90%. Um, we've just got to keep all working together towards that. Uh, you know, this is, this is the, the stage where everyone's fatigued, We'll make sure we work together, get to these these points and uh, hopefully yep. move forward from there. All right. Now, uh, Justin Clancy, MP, member for Aubrey Facebook page, that has all the information on the considerable changes, like no masks in the office anymore and the schools coming back and all of that kind of stuff. So head to uh, your page, Justin Clancy, member for Aubrey. Thanks, mate. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Lou. Take care. The Lou and Matt Podcast. That's it for the Lou and Matt podcast. We'll catch you again in a couple of days. Yep, we've got a fresh one on Friday. And don't forget, you can catch us on air weekday morning, 6 o'clock on the Borders 105.7 Triple M. See you later.